Yeah, again, I'll, I'll just mostly kind of tag on to what you guys have said. Uh, and here's, here's the big thing that I think every entrepreneur needs to keep in mind is that the due diligence gets more and more onerous as you go along. So in other words, two years from now, when you raise your first venture round from Sand Hill Road, you're going to be so excited that you've got a term sheet from a venture firm on Sand Hill Road. And then you enter the diligence period and they're going to want to see a copy of every single contract you've ever signed, <laughs> literally. Uh, and, uh, you know, you want to be able to sail through that process smoothly. And you want to have contracts that are nice and tidy and IP rights are clearly clearly articulated. Um, and as Louis said, a lot, an awful lot of deals get killed at that point. A lot, an awful lot of deals get killed because something comes out in due diligence. You know, in due diligence, you mentioned that your uncle Bob gave you a hundred grand to get going. And then the VC is going to say, okay, so how was that documented? They say, I don't know. Uncle Bob just gave me a check for a hundred grand. Say, okay. Well, is it a loan? Is it, you know, is his expectation equity? And, you know, and then it finds out that uncle Bob thinks he owns half the company. <laughs> so the point, the point is, uh, you know, it's just so important for so many reasons to, so, so first of all, uh, running a company is all about mitigating risk, right? But that's, that's really what a CEO does all day long is look for opportunities for growth and look for opportunities to mitigate risk. And having clean and tidy contracts is a huge part of mitigating risk, uh, especially if you're expecting to raise future funding rounds where you'll be subject to very, very deep due diligence. That's my experience. Absolutely, but I could not agree with you more on the risk mitigation front. Um, as you know, as lawyers, Louis and I, that is always what we're uh, going for on with for our clients is to mitigate risk, but still preserve opportunities for growth. Um, well, th thank you all of you for really insightful perspectives there on funding and commercial contracts. Um, we're now going to move into the meteor portion of our webinar, which is scaling, and I think this is where a lot of companies and potentially even a lot of uh, members of our audience today find themselves in is at this stage. And it's a very exciting stage, but also a very challenging stage in a company's life cycle. Um, so first question, we, you know, you guys all have really great, really deep experience in various uh, areas of expertise. What are some tips or best practices on how to scale your organization from a few strategic contracts to many contracts at volume. And Brett, I know you are an operator and very competent at that. So I'm gonna start with you. Sure, so, so first of all, let me say that I think that one of the great things about being an entrepreneur in 2021 is the number of tools that are available to you. And uh, as, as you guys know, as attorneys, cap, cap tables used to be one of those things that were kind of difficult to manage. And the law firm always had the most recent cap table. And then there was confusion. And these days, there are a couple of terrific online platforms for managing your cap table. And so that's kind of the first thing I would say is you know, take advantage of the tools that are available today. And that's part of how you, as a small organization, are able to run with kind of efficiency that you know, once required a 30-person operation, you can now run with a five-person operation by taking care of, by take, making use of some of these tools. I know there's also some contracting platforms out there. I don't know much about them. So uh, I'll defer to the attorneys to talk a little bit more perhaps about those. 